Hello and welcome to the Wake Up and Live podcast with Chantelle Simone. I am so happy that you're here and you're here for a reason. This podcast was created to shift perspectives, shift our mindset so we can truly wake up and start to live life by design and on purpose. You will hear powerful messages and interviews all around purpose, identity, and truth. So be a blessing to others and share these messages. Subscribe and follow this podcast as well as comment so that we can keep these conversations going. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this next episode. My name is Chantel Simone, and I am so glad that you're here today. Welcome to the Wake Up and Live show. Today we are on day two of our seven-part series where we are dissecting and discussing the two key hot words that is at top of mind of people today. Either we're living in a state of fear or we're living in a state of faith. So today we have a very exciting episode that I would like to be able to bring to you And we are streaming live all across the globe to be able to share this message and have an empowering sound that will allow us to deep dive into the thoughts of what's happening in our world today. Today's topic is the source of faith. The source of faith. Take a moment right now to click that share button to click like and follow so that you can be notified when we are bringing these great conversations to you. Share with someone and be a blessing to somebody else because today's topic, we're really gonna deep down on when people say, oh, have faith. Don't worry about the, the the, the pandemic and the coronavirus that's spreading, just have faith, God's got you. Well, for some people really know what that means. For many others, what is that faith? It's nothing that we can hold. So how do we actually have faith in the intangible? What does that look like from multiple perspectives? My goal here today is to be able to bring that to you. And it's not just faith when you think about from a religious standpoint. We're talking about faith when you think about relationship with that entity, with God, with something greater than us. So before I introduce our very special topic, our guest today, I want to be able to direct into the media of what's actually currently happening. I have an article that is from, and I'm going to show it to you, it's actually launched three days ago. Now, Pope Francis called all Christians worldwide to combat this coronavirus pandemic with midday prayer, which was today. So I have a question to ask yourself, Is it some, did you participate in this? Did you pray today at midday? Are you, are you, do you feel like it's only for a certain group of people? Do you know how to pray? Do you believe that prayer works? And what, I wanna know your thoughts on this because when we think about faith versus fear, most people don't want to choose fear. So if we're not choosing fear, we're choosing faith. If we're choosing faith, somewhere along the lines, we're gonna hear, let's pray. There's many times, it's almost cliched now, oh, pray about it. So things can actually be healed or you see something different in your life. But what does that actually mean? And does it actually work? 
These are some of the things that I'm going to continue to unpack in future episodes of the Wake Up and Live show with future guests. And, and, and there's so many great things that are happening. So as we keep this in mind, I do want to introduce to, to you today our guests. I have some very special guests who are very powerful men in the industry. So the first guest I would like to introduce, and I'm going to give you a little bit of a background. One is a good friend of mine. His name is Mr. Gordon So. Now, Gordon So is currently living in Canada, and he is a personal development expert. He's also a serial entrepreneur. He has been able to be around some of the greatest minds that has ever touched this planet. And his in-depth knowledge of one of, I would say, the Bible of the business industry, Thinking Grow Rich. If you haven't heard of the book before, you definitely want to go and get it or call a friend, borrow it. It's a great time to be at home and do some reading because it will renew your mind and refresh your mind. And there is a chapter in there that deals with faith. And I couldn't think of anybody better than Mr. Gordon So, who's been attached to many leaders in the Napoleon Hill Foundation. Now, for those of you who don't know, Napoleon Hill is the author of Think and Grow Rich. So the foundation, I know uh, that Mr. Gordon So has, is really connected to that. So I, I'm excited to have him here today. He's gonna share a perspective from what's going on in Canada and what's going on in Hong Kong and in Singapore. So it's important that we include a worldwide perspective. My second special guest, which I will bring on later, is Mr. David Array. Now I met him here in California and he is a phenomenal man. He's a spiritual leader and has so much wisdom to share about the world of the unseen to really break down the barriers for all of us. So let's get to it. I'm gonna bring, first I'm gonna bring up my good friend, Mr. Gordon So, and I'm so excited that he was able to join us. He has been doing many Facebook Lives and is just championing so many people out there. Mr. Gordon So, it is such an honor to have you. Can you hear me? I can, hey Chantel, how are you doing? I am fabulous, I'm fabulous, well perfect. I am glad, thanks again for being here. It is so awesome to have you. And on this special series, Faith versus Fear. So wow. first of all, Gordon, I wanna get your take on that. I wanna get your take on the state of, of the nation, I would say, where wow. you are currently in Canada. What is your thoughts on faith versus fear and how it's showing up in your local area in Toronto, Canada? Wow. Well, Chantal, first of all, thank you so much for uh, for the opportunity to uh, to be here. And uh, wow, fear, fear versus faith. Uh, if you're here now, Chantal, up here at home in Toronto, uh, Toronto, Canada, I remember a couple of weeks ago when I started hearing about what's going on with the coronavirus, I started going to the grocery store almost on a daily basis, just buying little <laughs> items. <laughs> so I didn't rush yeah. out there you know, out of uh, panic to buy stuff. But every day I would go out there, I'd buy some toilet paper, I'd buy some hand soap, I'd buy some sanitizers. And and some of my family members were laughing at me, right? They were saying, oh, come on, like, it's just the common flu. Did you hear about that? Like, it was it's just the common exactly. flu. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, you mentioned about um, Hong Kong and, and, and Singapore. So I have friends who live over there. Okay. 
So you can imagine they've already experienced over there what we're experiencing right now. Right. And so I already right. saw. Uh, I said, yeah, so we're late. They've already gotten what, we, what we're going through. <laughs> well, they gone through it, Chantel. And, you know, while some, you know, think it's, it's just the common flu, there's nothing to worry about. Uh, some have really embraced the fear of what the coronavirus could really do. Right. Mm. And look at look, look at all the people that are being affected around the world right now. Right. Uh, look at all the governments who are shutting down. We're talking about not just shutting down a community. They're shutting down like an entire country. Does that make sense? Mm. Um, yes. City, you know, I was watching the other day, people are boarding up their shops in fear that once the streets become empty, uh, people are going to start looting their stores. So, you know, up here in Toronto, um, yeah, I, I think there's fears. There's run uh, at the grocery stores. Uh, I can tell you for the last two weeks, the grocery store that I go to, you cannot, you cannot find toilet paper. <laughs> if the world's coming to an end, everybody go get toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. It's a funny thing, but the minds of people, it's a wonderful thing. Yeah, literally here too in LA, Toilet paper, I don't know what it is about toilet paper, but um, you know, when you think about it, when you look in the shelves, it's clear. You have to line up at 7 a.m. to get to maybe get the shipment. So it is crazy. So then tell us, tell us a little bit more, Gordon, on do what what state do you think that if you had to pick a side, do you think okay. most people in Toronto, Canada right now are operating in a state of fear? Yes. Or are they kind of operating in a state of faith saying, oh, we'll get through it and it, this too shall pass? Uh, I think most, for, in my opinion, a lot of people are just living, I think it's half and half, Chantel. Some people okay. just think it's just going to pass. Yes. Like it's, it's yes. just going to pass. It's just like the common flu. We're going to get over it. Uh, eventually it's going to pass. They don't really, they don't even really care. Right? right. They care, but they don't care. But and then there's, yeah, I, and I think um, they're living by faith. Right. Uh, I, I know you mentioned uh, Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich. Yeah. So, you know, in Think and Grow Rich, it talks about faith in our abilities and faith in either infinite intelligence, right, mm -hmm. uh, the universe, or, you know, some, you know, a faith based uh, individual say God, right? So I'm not sure, you know, the folks who are uh, listening, watching uh, what your faith is, but all of us probably believe there's there's an infinite intelligence or higher, you know, somebody, somebody with a higher power, right? Mm -hmm. So for those who are faith-based believers, they're going to believe that um, there is a higher power. There is a God who is in control of what's, what's happening. Uh, funniest memory, one of the funniest memes I, memes I saw on Facebook was a friend of mine who posted a picture of a, uh, looked like, it almost looked like David and Goliath, right? But it had this, okay. uh, this young man and this huge virus. And his post was, you know, my God is bigger than the coronavirus. I saw that. Yes. Yeah. I absolutely saw that post. Yeah. So how many it's, people actually. You know what? And I love that because it does speak to there's something like, even though there's something so crazy right here in front of our face. Where we see it constantly on CNN, we you know walking outside. There's the social social distancing. There is something that people are holding on to that this thing called faith, and it, it it almost as if it gives us a peace or a posture. 
So in in the let's go to the book of the Think and Grow Rich. I see you have it there. I know you always have it in an arm's range, <laughs> arm's length away from you. And so it talked about faith and a whole chapter on faith. And you, you just touched upon it. I want to just kind of deep go a little bit deeper. So what for for someone who doesn't really have a belief, let's say, because maybe they didn't grow up particularly quote unquote religious, or maybe they just don't really know what it is. Like what from that book's perspective and your perspective, what can you share the source of faith? What may that be? What would be the source of faith based on your experience? Yeah, so Chantel, if, um, I'll just read a bit of it real quick. It says, uh, faith head canvas of the mind. Head canvas of the mind. And you know, our minds are filled with different thoughts and emotions. So in a way, yes. everything we do is based on faith, right? right? So every step we take, you know, we say to one of our kids, look, every step you take, I don't know why, but when we take a step, our feet will plant on the ground and we're not going to fold, fold out into outer space somewhere. So everything we do is already based on faith. And mm-hmm. in the book Richard talks about some of the most powerful emotions are um, love, sex, fear, faith. And when you mix it all together, you know, something powerful happens. And so everything we do on a daily basis is already based on our thoughts and based on our beliefs. So when we think about the virus, uh, coronavirus, we want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. We either live in fear of it, or we just believe that uh, we have enough faith that it's going to go away, or somebody's going to come up with a solution that's going to go away. But either way, Either way, I just believe that it starts with our thoughts. And for the folks who are consumed with it, like, should we be worried about it? Should we be sensible and common sense about it? Wash your hands, et cetera. Uh, right. you know, I have family members that work in the hospital. Mm-hmm. So they're in the front line. So every day, you know, we're gonna respect the fact that, hey, they can potentially be affected by the virus. Where some people think, well, that that may, may never happen. But it requires, right. Yeah, it requires a lot of faith. So then what would you say we people would have faith in? What are we having faith in? How do we describe that? How do we describe that? Are we, talk, are we talking about the coronavirus again or just faith in general? Well, it could be, well, because a lot of people are now, for those who may not have really had faith before and never really had to think about it, just going their everyday lives, that's yeah. one thing. And there's some people now that I find, because I did a post on Facebook and I said, you know, given all the craziness that's happening with coronavirus, what is it allowing us to do more of? And about 90% of the comments were about God and spending alone time. And and so I feel like so many people are now leaning more to faith. Yes. And so I just, and, and, and even what, and faith is not just talked about in churches. That's right. why I, I, I would love the fact that you're here even though regardless of what your, your religious beliefs are, but even in a, a, a personal development book like Think and Grow Rich, it has a whole chapter on faith. faith so yeah. what would you say, like how do you, how could you, what's one of the key things that you would want to share with someone who didn't really have faith before um, and why they need to have faith now? I think, again, it goes back to our thoughts, right? Like everything we do is shaped by our thoughts. And one of the things that we can, most things in life we can't control. Yes. You being a, an expert in the human potential, the one thing we can control are our thoughts. 
Right. And so we got to be careful what we feed our minds. So in thinking yeah. about Neil says that both poverty and riches, for example, are the offspring of thoughts. Mm-hmm. What is it that we're thinking about? So right. poverty and riches are both the offspring of thoughts. So there are individuals who are constantly broke. You know, That's we right. probably, you know, individuals that are always thinking, okay, um, I'm, I'm going to go to that restaurant, but I'm not going to be able to afford to order this meal. Or, oh, yeah. never, you know, at the end of the month, I'm never going to have enough. I'm going to always have too much month at the end of the money. Right. I'm always yeah. broke. So they're thinking, okay, I don't want to be broke. I don't want to be broke. So what we think about the most is what we move towards. And sometimes the things that we don't want, unfortunately, we think about it so much that we actually. Right. And that's why the news and the news and all this stuff, it's information because it's informative to kind of keep us to give us a perspective so we can have, be take precautionary measures. But if we allow it to consume us, and that's where the fear will kick in, whether we realize it or not. Yeah. So well, I love that. So before I, I now bring into the second guest, just a quick take on Hong Kong and Singapore. What would you say their state is in? Are they are they a same kind of half and half, a little bit fearful, a little bit faithful, or or have they gone? Has that passed already? What's your take on that? I think they're pretty fearful as to what's happening, Chantel. Uh, they okay. went through SARS years ago. So they're, they're, they were prepared when this happened. They knew it could be uh, a devastating virus. And mm-hmm. so they locked everything down. And they did a, an extremely amazing job. I don't know the numbers, so even if I say the numbers, I'm guessing. But you take, a, you take a city like Hong Kong that's got six or eight million people. They have less right. than a thousand people, I think four or 500 people that have been infected with the virus. That's it. And wow. so they did a really good job containing it because people yeah. took it seriously. And you know what happened? A lot of the folks who were afraid of getting the virus, the expats who have money, they all went home. Let's say they all went home to the US. Mm-hmm. So they ran away from what they would fear the most. And now, because of what's happening in the US, they all start, th- those folks started going home to Hong Kong. And what happened, <laughs> they let their guards down. They let their guards down because they contained it. All of a sudden, the people who fleed Hong Kong to get away from the virus. They came home to Hong Kong, but they brought the virus back with them. With them. The second wave that they have is actually from people who ran away from it that's bringing it back right now. That's correct. You know what? Well, here's the lesson. You know, they always say we either have a flight or a fight um, Mm -hmm. natural reaction to things. So sometimes the flight, it actually brings on more problems. What we want to run away from, we just run into a bigger challenge with it. So so dealing with it and, and keeping our mind and our thoughts focused in on what we want is, is a huge takeaway from this conversation. Gordon, thank you so much for your wisdom. Thank you so much for sharing your perspective on what's going on in Canada and in, in, this, in Singapore and Hong Kong. And it is always good. We're going to take some questions at the end. So please hang around and we will bring you back to the question section. Thank, thank you so much, Gordon. Thank you. Awesome. So next, I'm going to actually invite another friend. Full of so much wisdom, just understanding this unseen world. And I asked him to come on. His name is David Array. I asked him to come on to share 
his perspective of how he can break it down for people who may not really understand this spiritual world and what it's all about. So David, welcome to the show and thank you for joining us. Thank you so much, uh, Chantel, for inviting me to your show. Absolutely, absolutely. I think you are he Are you hearing me very well? I can hear you very well, yes. If you speak up a little bit more, it would be even better. <laughs> Thank you. Awesome. Well, topic David, let's came, go. What was that? Your topic came in the right time. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, I want to go. You're, we're on the same page. I want to go right into the topic. What is the source of faith? Thank you so much. Um, First of all, faith is not a tool. Faith is a person. Because oh. now you hear a lot of people say, have a faith, have a faith. Don't afraid anything. You know, faith is the person. And the person is Jesus. Ooh, okay. I faith is a person. So if somebody telling you have a faith, even if fear is the faith, is depend on devil, enemy. But when you come to 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 uh, to know the right faith, it's come from Jesus. So Jesus is a is a uh, faith. So, so when let me you ask have you this then. Jesus is the if source may, of faith. He is a faith. He's the faith. This is all, this is great, and thank you for this perspective. Because what I want to ask you, because now there's some people that are watching and may not know or have a relationship with Jesus. They may not believe in Jesus, or or not to the extent of 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 believing that he is Christ. They, some people say he's a prophet. So there's many different perspectives. So let me ask you one question. First, can you have faith without knowing and having a relationship with Jesus? You needed to have, you needed to receive, uh, the Bible says, when you receive the life of Jesus, he give you the measure of faith. So the measure of faith you receive after you receive his life. So you can't have a faith outside of Jesus. Outside of Jesus, you have a fear. Wow. So wow. outside of him, you have another information. Mm -hmm. Because when you receive the measure of faith, that measure of faith you receive is information. So fear and faith, all they operate the same, but in a different dimension. See, this so, is deep. Fear, okay, I just want to, so for those of you who are just chiming in, please ask questions or comments. I see Gabby here. Thank you so much. Saying high five to all our fellow friends. I see JD here saying hello, Apostle David. So please, we're going to actually um, have, before we end this section, we will go to the comments. We'll bring some comments on screen. So if you have any questions, any thoughts, because, uh, you know, this is the only we're going to be able to get answers. So if you have any questions for Gordon, and or for David, please post it or just in general about the topic, post it and I will make sure that we read it 
before we wrap up at 4.15, which is Pacific Standard Time and 7.15 Eastern Standard Time. So David, let's get back to that. Mm -hmm. So faith and fear is really basically is knowing and having a relationship with Jesus and pulling from Jesus. That's the faith. Otherwise, you're pulling from the devil and that's the fear. Is that what you mean? Yes, because fear, it's come from devil. It means you have information outside of Jesus. You mm -hmm. find yourself, you are, you are fearing for something, you worried for something because it's based on what you received. So it's like two hands, there's right and left. So right, this is just an example, right is Jesus and left is devil. So okay. when you hear negative things, there's a source of that negative things. And when you hear the positive things, the information concerning your life from Jesus, you building your faith, you increase your faith, and you can increase fear too the same way. So it's based where are you receiving the information? Because all is based with the information you are receiving. So if you, example, if you sit all day and you hear bad news everywhere, uh -huh. Oh, you'll not make it. This disease is very bad. Yes. Uh, if you have it, you'll die. So you are yes. receiving the wrong information. Huh. But if you sit in the other side, you say, I want to read the Bible to see what God is saying, saying concerning my life. Like this season right now, there's darkness is passing around. So what God is saying? about me in the season like this, you will find you have good information. That information you receive from Jesus will give you faith and increase your confidence. So you will not be worried. So fear melts after you receive the right information. I like that analogy. Fear melts when you receive the right information. I love that. Okay, so basically, so so I'm I'm putting myself in the thoughts of people who, because I totally align with what you're saying. I totally agree, and I also have been having many conversations across the globe for people who have varying perspectives. And so some may say, okay, David, then if that's the case, are you saying like, do you believe that this coronavirus is of the devil? Is it a negative thing? Is it is is CNN and all the news that we're listening to? Is that a devil whispering in somebody's ear? Do we block ourselves from that? How do we, and, and it's really the genesis of all this is how do we have that faith when we have all the other information around us? It's based on what you, which part you choose to listen. So if you are sitting, I know right now a lot of people all around the world, they sit at home, their home. So it's based there, which part are you, are you want to go to the YouTube to find like uh, there's minister preaching or I need to sit on the TV and start to hear how that disease is very bad. How many people mm -hmm. they are dying, how yeah. things will be bad. So it's based where you choose. So if you want to choose the right path, you say, what did Jesus is saying about my life? 
because my life is not based with the circumstance on what is going on. My life is based on what Jesus did on the cross. I love it. I love it. And you know, this ties in, oh, it, it, it ties in great with what Gordon was saying too, but what you're feeding your mind. So what I'm getting is, you know, Gordon did a great job of, ex of sharing with us that, you know, it's all it goes down to our thinking, of course, this is one of the key things. And so now it's like you're taking it another perspective from a spiritual level, because I know you're a spiritual leader. This is the reason why I have you on here um, to give this perspective, because a lot of people don't understand the spiritual world. A lot of people, there's a lot of mysteries of the spiritual world. And when we say, oh, just believe, it's like it's almost a fantasy for some. So what, what I'm hearing you say is if you want to have faith, then you got to nourish yourself with the things of, of, of what was of Jesus. So listening to more, more aligned things versus more aligned things in the spiritual world versus like CNN. Do you have any examples or anything that you can pull to give people a, a, a deeper understanding of, or a practical understanding of what that would look like? Yeah. Um, you know, the word of God is available everywhere. Yeah. The right information. Yeah. Um, example, a lot of people around there say, pray, pray, pray. You know, uh, last week, my spiritual father, uh, prophets, uh, love, he was, uh, teaching something is very important. So mm -hmm. I like to share is connected on what you are asking right now, because most, uh, People, they pray in a different, uh, you know, there's a Christian, non-Christian. They say, oh, let's pray right now. Everybody, let's pray. So yeah. it's based what it makes you to pray. What is motive for you to pray? It's coronavirus pushing you to pray or you pray because God is your life. So wow. if you want to know this, is a lot of things, information, there's a Bible, you can go to the Bible. If you don't know even about uh, God, you don't know about Jesus, you know, the, there's Bible now, the scripture, they are there for you to know God. That's why we have a Bible. If you want to know where I will find the right information, how I will know God, how I'll know about Jesus, there's a scripture is available for you to know. You can go to the YouTube. There's a lot of minister, good minister who preaching the grace of God. You go and listen and you receive the right information. You not feel the condemned. But you go to the right one, they will not condemn you. They will preach the grace. Because Jesus never condemned anyone. Yeah. Because even now there's uh, people they worry, oh, I did bad things in my life. I passed this in my life. Maybe this disease will come to me. Maybe I will die because of my wrongdoing things in my life. Do you know the good news? Jesus never condemned anyone. When you choose to listen to the good news, Jesus, he see when you are see you are not qualified. It means you have a room to qualify to him. Yes, yes. I love it. And I think it's very, it's very powerful. And it's something that um, I would love at another time to continue to unpack because I find that there's so many different versions of people that can connect to, to God. 
and Christ and Jesus. So there's some that don't believe that some there's some that are kind of lukewarm and really need that strength. You know, so they say it. Oh, yeah. Pray about it. Oh, yeah. Believe in Jesus. But the actions don't really always follow suit. And then there's some that know and, and, and are walking with him every step. So I think that this is even a, a, a further conversation I would love to unpack. I do see some comments here. And so I want to bring back before I bring back Gordon um, to to join us. Can you just share a little bit from the perspective of California and Tanzania? So what from your perspective uh, state of mind do you believe that the Californians are in? Are they in a state of fear or faith as well as Tanzania back home for you? Yeah, there's, it's totally different. Uh, all uh, faith, fear, um, like Tanzania and California, it's totally different. The difference yeah. is um, Tanzania, we have a different culture. Mm-hmm. And here you come, there's different culture. Yes. But all the different is based on the information you receive from your tribe or from what you believe in that area. Like here, a lot of people is believe Jesus. Spiritual? spiritual and uh, physical, normal way. So every culture there is different based on the information you're receiving from the society. So, so what's you the find other answer? tribes. You find other tribes. They are strong. They have kind of a mentality based on the information they have to from their parents. So okay. here, California and Tanzania, it's very different. Very different. But okay. it's only one thing to make us the same is the formation base of Jesus Christ. That's the things I find we are the same. Got if it. I find somebody believe Jesus from here and somebody believe Jesus in Tanzania, find we meet together, we have the same information. I love it. I love it. Awesome. Thank you so much. That is, um, I'm going to bring back Gordon as well. Uh, that is very, very, it's insightful. It's a very insightful thing. And of course, there's cultures all around the world. Um, Gordon shared a little bit about uh, Singapore and Malaysia and, and their perspective. You're, you know, in, in Tanzania, is, which is totally different than, 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 than in Asia and in, even here in North America, where we all three of our, all three of us are in North America. Uh, just the perspective is different, but if we can all come together, like the Pope mentioned, and I mentioned earlier in the in the media section, the Pope mentioned a National Day of Prayer, and I think, or excuse me, the President actually had a National Day of Prayer, and the Pope asked us on t- today to at uh, midnight to uh, midday to pray for the coronavirus, and I believe what you said there, it's bringing us all together that's one thing faith and belief in something can bring us together stronger than anything else would you guys agree yes absolutely awesome okay well thanks for joining us again gordon let's take a look at some of the comments that we had thank you guys so much for all of you who are who have commented and participating um, we see people from all over the the different areas of north america and 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 across the globe um, so Gabby wanted to just touch upon, I saw her say that, you know what, when Gordon was speaking, 
that there is a lot of negativity out there. So it's so true that there is too much negativity. So we have to be mindful of what we're feeding our minds. So very, very, very important. Thank you, Gabby. Uh, Tammy also mentioned, um, amen, that the word of God is, is, is available everywhere. So I love that. So thanks, uh, uh, David, for sharing that. It's, we, it's not that we don't have the information. We just got to go and get it. So I see a lot of powerfuls. Um, okay, so here's a question. Ooh, here is a question. Now I'm going to pull it up on screen. I am not. Oops, okay. Well, here's a comment as I'm pulling up the question. Um, someone says, I'm not subscribing to the 24-hour CNN news <laughs> so, uh, so that they can keep their mind focused. So that's awesome. Uh, now, here's one. There are so many versions of the Bible now. So what, what are your thoughts on that? There are so many different versions of the Bible. So, yes, we have information, but how do we know where to go? There's so many different versions. Do you guys have any thoughts on... Because do we go to Think and Grow Rich and read about faith, or do we go to King James version of the Bible, or do we go to the Quran? Like, any sure. thoughts on that from either of you? Yeah, Chantal, I'm happy to jump in on on that one there for a second. Great listening to what you're saying, David. Um, you know, you can look at it from so many different um, points of view, obviously, right? So you guys are talking from a Christian uh, faith based uh, perspective. You know, being a, a son of the Baptist minister, uh, every time there's an event, I think like I should pass the Kentucky Fried Chicken box around, right? And, <laughs> but if you look at it from that perspective, uh, Chantel, you know what? Uh, the Bible says uh, God has not given us the spirit of fear, but a power, love, and self-control. So just think about that for a minute. You know, right now there's so many fears that's being um, fueled by whether it's the news, whether it's fake news, whether it's real news. Uh, something I would want to share just from my own perspective. And this is what this, this is just my own humble opinion, right? So we got to be courageous. We can't be cowards. We can't live uh, and lock ourselves up, uh, you know, in a hole either. But at the same time, we have to be, um, we got to be responsible as well. Does that make sense? And use some common sense because what we do could affect others right now. Um, yeah. You know, I just got some friends who, uh, relatives who are in the U.S. right now. And they are literally deathly ill from the coronavirus. Wow. So what do you say to that? Right. So somebody says, hey, if your God is such a God of love, why are there people being affected by the coronavirus right now? So that's a different topic, you know, for another day. So whether whether we believe in what we just said, that God, um, you know, it's all about love, the power of love. Right. Uh, and self-control. Well, when you think about. Napoleon Hill as well. I'm not saying it's the Bible, but the same kind of concept that there are fears. One of the chapters talks about the six schools of fears, right? Whether it's fear of criticism, fear of getting ill, getting sick. That's one of the things we're talking about right now. And that's, that's a for everything, isn't it? Before it this coronavirus got here. I mean, it didn't happen overnight. It, it happened overnight, yes. But there's something that got us to where we are now. So I think that's a message I... I would like to leave for myself or anybody here is, look, people are being affected right now, financially, physically, emotionally, you know, spiritually, and some are doing okay. Some are surviving, 
you know, their faith is keeping them intact. But there are others who are being challenged, right, uh, dramatically. So how do we get here? And what can we do? What can we do? Because, you know, three months, whether this virus is going to be here for three days, three weeks, three months, I don't know. Right? I wish I had a crystal ball. But whatever got us here, how we're dealing with right now, look, we got to live our lives, right, regardless in the next three months, in the next six months, to make sure when something like this happens again, are we going to be ready for it? It's so true. I love it. Great, great, great perspective. David, any comments on that, on uh, the different versions of the Bible or any thoughts on what we just shared? Yeah, I saw that um, there are so many versions of the Bible. Do you know, um, first of all, to answer that question, you need to know what the Bible, what the meaning of the Bible. You know, uh, the Bible have a scripture. It is scripture talking about one person. And the person the Bible talking is Jesus. So the Bible talking about Jesus. So what people now they are doing because the first time how it was written, it's, it's hard people to understand. So now a lot of people, what they are doing, they try to, um, to write in the way you can understand. But the main point for anyone to know when you are reading Bible, what that Bible talking about? Hmm. Because those are scripture. Let me give you a good example. Um, if you are here in LA, you are going to... Um, to uh, LAX, maybe airport. When you are driving on the freeway, you see the big sign, right? This is the way to LAX. Or if you are in Canada, somewhere you are driving, you put your GPS, you are going to somewhere, or oh, this is the exit, you find the way sign, right? Exit is this, this is the uh, freeway to go somewhere. So you read the sign on the freeway. So that is the example of Bible. Bible is like sign. It is showing where to go. So Bible is the scripture talking about Jesus. So if you go to grab the Bible, the main point of what that Bible is speaking for, it explains about Jesus or is another thing. So other than the, uh, the write the Bible to make people to understand it very well, like amplify a Bible. It's a lot of a Bible. I like to read the different, different to see how they are saying. You know, other they make you to understand quick. There's other people that are not uh, mature spiritual. So you find the Bible explain the same sentence for long for you to understand. Yeah. yeah. So that is how to explain about Jesus. So the Bible is the sign point to show you where to go. So when you carry your Bible, you are reading, is showing you where to go and it's to Jesus, where to find Jesus. That's why Jesus, when he went to the temple, he told the Pharisee, you are looking to the scripture, you feel you find a life. The scripture, they are mm -hmm. talking about me. You see, all the Bible is talking about Jesus. So when you go to the shop and buy Bible, what that Bible talking about? That's the point. 
Even I love it's it. Talking I about it Jesus, you can read yeah. and understand, and the, your spirit will confirm it. Right. So it's like the first thing, what's the truth of that source? If it's about Jesus, which is the truth, then then it's also a personal spiritual relationship with the words that you get revealed what you need to, to, depending on where you are, you know, Holy Spirit will reveal what you need as you read it. So it doesn't really matter what's written in the word itself because it's actually a spiritual tool. So yes. I love that, David. I, I totally love that. Okay, gentlemen. So in, 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 Less than 10 seconds. Can you? I love this question that JD asked, and we'll wrap up in one minute. Um, so, less than 10 seconds. What is your motivation for praying? Or if you can just sum it up, why do you pray? What motivates you to pray? That's a great question. And please, guys, continue to look at the comments. Everybody who's watching online, we see some really great answers and, and comments there. So, thank you guys for everyone who participated. So let's start with you, David. What's your motivation for praying? I like that question. This question, it's really very important for now. Because if you pray, fear can make you to pray. And most of the people, they base, uh, pray based on fear. Fear of something. Let me give you a wide little bit example. Before the time I was growing, evangelists, they was preaching and say, there's a hell. There's a hell. When you die today, you are going to hell. You need to receive Jesus today because you don't know about it tomorrow. If you die two hours from now, you'll go to hell. So people, they are running to receive the life of Jesus based on fear. Mm -hmm. So the motive of the of people to go to receive the life of Jesus is fear, it's not love. So now it's come like fear bring people to Jesus than a cross to bring people to Jesus. Hmm. So because you receive the life of Jesus in wrong foundation, so even the result of you to receive Jesus, the manifestation of Jesus in your life become very different. It's difficult to receive from him because you receive him based on fear. So you find even like now Corona, make people to pray. Don't let Corona to make you to pray. If you ask right now, anyway, why are you praying? Somebody said, I pray because of Corona. It means now it's not the love of God make you to pray. It's the Corona make you to pray. It's already you are in the wrong motive. Because you are in the wrong motive, the result will come wrong way. That's, that's but, a good perspective. And that's why I said, you know, I'm going to take the extra minute or so because... <laughs> <laughs> I see David going in and going deep. It's true. The motive. Watch the motivation of your prayer. So, Gordon, what's what's the uh, motivation for you praying? I was going to ask, uh, Dave, David, are you a pastor? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, motivation is important, right? So we got to be praying for the right reason, and and you know, often we 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 pray when we're desperate, and it shouldn't be that way, right? We pray when we be brought down to our knees. Right. And yeah, me right. to add uh, yeah. one thing, the motive is very important than what you are doing. Mm. Why are you praying? You, 
that motive it's very important than the prayer you are praying so mm. you have to have a wrong right motive i am praying because jesus is the source of everything he is my life he is the only one i need so i am going to him it's not based on circumstance i am going to him i am praying to god because he is the source of my life he is everything i need so now is you are in the right motive how to pray well amen i hope people just really hone in into that david we might need to do a part 2 my friend <laughs> so awesome i do i'm very glad that we took the extra time uh to be able to hear that and we're going to and I really enjoy that so reach out if anybody has any further questions and really wants to deep dive me like David what were you saying Gordon what were you saying I want to learn more or even send me a message I'll have them back on on the show so thank you gentlemen both for your perspectives it was so useful I so appreciate you both thank you Shanta thank you night. so much okay. take care take care everyone Awesome, awesome, awesome stuff. So I'm just going to wrap up now. So ladies and gentlemen, we took some extra time to really hear from because there were some really really great questions that we heard from the from our comments from our guests. So I want to make sure that we had that time. And today just as I wrap up and I take 30 more seconds just to reiterate one of the key messages that I heard from today. So one is really about being mindful of who who the motive for prayer. What is your motive for having your faith? Is it that you're running away from something like Gordon spoke about with the people in Hong Kong or are you running to something like David was was highlighting to run to God and know who Jesus is because that's the source the truth and the way. So really pay attention to your motives behind these things. It's the flight or fright or fight mentality. This in this day and age we actually have to fight to protect our mind and input the right things into our mindset. So learn the truth, the source that's out there. Watch videos of that. Avoid allowing the news to penetrate and take over our thinking. Soon we will have Sharon Lecter on the show and she is the author of Outwitting the Devil which is an amazing book which kind of collapses both of our two perspectives today into one and we'll be able to dissect that that will be later on this week so stay tuned stay connected thanks for joining thanks for hanging out with us a little longer today and stay positive and stay faithful be blessed and we'll see you tomorrow for day 3 of faith versus fear Have a wonderful day everyone and thanks for joining. Chantal Simone signing in. Thank you for listening to the Wake Up and Live show. We stand for a purpose, mind mastery and truth. Expect to be shifted. If this program has impacted you in any way, shape or form, if it's hit your spirit in a powerful way or allowed you to do or to think differently, please hashtag #CSImpact. Our CSI team has a goal to reach 1000 lives by the end of this year and this is a great way for us to monitor our impact. This program is being sponsored to you by clearthecrapkit.com. For those of you who want to be released from your emotional burdens and break free from your emotional baggage and really overcome your stinking thinking so we can stay focused on our goal and our lives and our god-given purpose get your clear the crap kit today always remember you have one life 
Make it count and navigate on purpose.